Dingus and Dongus. Hey, Michael. Episode 49. For perfect sites on Facebook, because apparently Facebook knows I'm a perv. <laughs> but uh, the best part about it is that um, the the titles of the articles, Pierced Pokies. <laughs> 80s picks. 80 picks of Pierced Pokies. I'm amazed that that's on Facebook. Like, they're allowing that. That's awesome. That's amazing. And honestly, like, every once in a while, I'll take a look. Yeah, and that's why they keep coming up. Yeah. But, like, I think my favorite part is, like, the the title of the article. <laughs> Pierce Pokies and uh, uh, Fabulous Down Blouses. <laughs> Are you British? Uh, I guess I am. <laughs> well, I guess... If we wanted to follow that thread, there was... So bear with me here. Okay. A large portion, or a good chunk, of China was under British rule for a while. Mm-hmm. And China likes to pretend that Taiwan is China. Mm-hmm. So you're British. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that's how logic works. That's how the... the uh, well... I just forgot all my math, so <laughs> never mind. Let's not go down that route. That's the, that that law. It's that law, right? In, in math. Yes. Yeah, that one. It's literally called that one oh. <laughs> because nobody can remember it. Nobody, meaning me. <laughs> now I'm curious. What? How do you feel about the whole Taiwanese Chinese thing? Um. My opinion is, if Taiwan doesn't want to be a part of China, China should back off. If they want to go back to uh, China, then go ahead. Got it. Yeah. Do you want it to be part of China? I don't give a fuck. Fair. (laughs) It it really doesn't matter to me either way. (laughs) Like, like, I talked about it loosely with uh, my family, Mm -hmm. and I don't get the impression that anybody really cares either way. No. They just wanted to be done. Oh, fair. <laughs> yeah. If I'm going to pick one, got to yeah. care. <laughs> exactly. That's literally, like, when I went, went to visit my parents the other day, you know, or other weekend, it, that's basically the gist of it. It's like, I don't care anymore. Just, like, choose one and get it over with. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, there you have it. I'm sure there's, like, very nuanced discussions to be had. No, but... none. Zero. <laughs> but this is dingus and dongus. Yeah, pick one. <laughs> I have I, I have no right to say either way. Well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, like, I'm so far <laughs> removed from, you know, that political arena that, you know, I'm with my parents. Like, whatever my parents think. Cool. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's go with that one. <laughs> And they don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so that means one less thing for me to work, like, even spend time on. And here we are. Hell yeah. You're welcome, you British bastard. We're talking about dick dicks. Yeah, dick dicks and pokey, <laughs> pierced pokies. Yeah. 80 picks. <laughs> 80 picks of dick dicks. <laughs> I would love that web 
like website. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, Do you think any of them were traced? No. Yeah. No. They're all individual dick dicks found in the wild. Okay. And they're very cute. They are very cute. Yeah. I, I was actually just looking at a picture of the dick dicks. Yeah. And then maybe there's one where there's two of them playing together. <laughs> Little dick dick. <laughs> Dance. What what's a group of dick dicks called? A bag of dick dicks? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let's find out. You tell us, audience. Yeah. What's a group of dick dicks called? And the answer better be a bag of. Or parliament. Parliament of dick dicks. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like an obscure like fourth branch within the DC universe because you got the the green you got the the red you got the rot they all got parliaments and then you got the parliament of dick dicks <laughs> yes <laughs> we uh read a book about a dick yeah dick tracy mm-hmm. written by apparently the all red family clan whatever yeah. Like, written, colored, and inked by various... All red. All red people. Y- you think it's, like, literally a family business? Like, the original creator of Dick Tracy wasn't all red. And it's just, like, passed down through the generations. That'd be cool. It, it wouldn't save this book from sucking, but that'd be no. cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're, you're very right. It, it fucking blew. But at the same time, at the same time, I loved it. Because I learned his name is Richard, making him Dick Dick Tracy. <laughs> Which is why I was bringing up the Trace thing. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Dick Dick Tracy. <laughs> why couldn't it, the character have been a Dick Dick named Tracy? <laughs> Last name Tracy. It's still got the yellow hat and coat, though. Yeah, it has to. Yeah. That would be a... Even if the story was horrible, it would instantly make it better. It could have yeah. been the same exact story we just read, but with a dick dick and a yellow coat and hat. <laughs> infinitely better. <clears throat> it, it would have uh, added some eye candy. Yeah. <laughs> Something to enjoy. Right. Oh, man. This book was so bad. <laughs> the art was bad. The story was bad. It was just bad. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was so bad. Was so bad. I chose this book because I had never read, uh, read any... Dick Tracy anything. Mm-hmm. I watched the movie when I was younger, and I played the Nintendo game. Yeah. And they were fine. I just remember very caricatured characters. And that's pretty much it. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll see what uh, Dick Tracy books are out there. And it's my understanding it was just like strips and some other publications. Mm-hmm. So I found this that fit what we do. Right. And I was like, cool, put it on the list. So it's a very similar situation with uh, the Rocketeer. It's That's like, exactly what happened. We, That's why one came after the other. Yeah. So. So you were kind of a, a semi nostalgia like pop culture history right. diving. Exactly. Thing. That's exactly where the last or two episodes ago, last comic I picked mm-hmm. and this comic came from was very specifically that. Not that I was super interested in either character. Yeah. But it was like, well. We know about it. I'm sure you knew who Dick Tracy was. Mm-hmm. Let's read. Yeah. And it was a mistake, and I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay, because it gives us plenty to rip on. <laughs> yeah. My favorite thing was how 
I don't know when it took place, like year wise. Oh yeah, it's it's not well. It's definitely modern day because there is smartphones. Well, but they speak like it's the fucking twenties. So it's 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 a little bit of both, and it's very confusing because they also have steamships, and then they have oh yeah they do desk phones that are wired yeah like the old like roto phones. Uh, but then also we have flat screen televisions mm-hmm. in the same panel with the rotophones and the old time you talk. And there are cell phones and even a mention of the net by a little boy. Yeah. Which is their version of the internet. Right. So, and then they have like the old 20s and 30s automobiles. Mm-hmm. Make up your fucking mind. Like, where are we in this time frame? Is, yeah. Is it new? Is it old? I understand Dick Tracy had gadgets and shit. That's fine. A lot of fiction has gadgets that fits the era that it's supposed to be in mm-hmm. that has future tech also. Like, he has a, like a gadget smartwatch thing. Yeah. That's supposed to happen. But, like, an actual smartphone? Right. And the internet? Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it it's... Was just all over the place. Yeah, it's it's it feels like a weird alternate history thing. That doesn't quite make sense. Yeah, it doesn't link up. Yeah. Like, how how do you have fucking smartphones and the internet that are still on steamships? Right. <laughs> how does this happen? <laughs> and a lot of it just... It read... I don't know. Like... I'm making judgments on the people who worked on the book. <laughs> but it feels like they're all right wing. Well, they're all red. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, there's one passage about, you know, oh, government sucks. We, we can only trust, you know, we, we got to stick to our, uh, our cop who is super by the book and admits to just murdering people. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'll, I'll shoot people. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, you can shoot at me, but I will kill you. Yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> well, I, I don't, or I shoot to kill or something. Right, like right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's bad. <laughs> there's, there's nothing likable about the Zero, book. yeah. There, uh, I was under the impression it'd be more Nyor-y. Yeah. Nope. No. This is just an angry cop, basically. Yeah. I mean, granted, the story goes from him trying to clean up a city, and then he gets framed for, like, killing a cop or whatever, so the bad guys can keep being bad guys. Right. And then it's the mission of him undoing that, right? But that's been told a million times. And that's fine to retell a story. Just do it well. Right. Don't make mistakes where you're portraying a veteran cop on the force and have them... Touch evidence without a glove. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then just give it to, like, the security guard cop guy. It wasn't it's even... even a, yeah, it's it's like the guy watching people drive in. Right. He, he's a parking deck. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, still security. an officer of the law, I right. guess. But don't just give it to that guy. Right. <laughs> I found some dynamite strapped to the bottom of my car. It's not going to him. No, at all. And I'm not. I'm not. Gra- I'm getting away from the car. I'm not even touching the fucking thing. Mm-hmm. It's like you live in this weird science 
fiction, but also old school land, get a robot <laughs> named Tiny Tim to go in there with a little <laughs> flapper hat or something and pull that off. Oh, yeah. And then, and then you got stuff like um, when the uh, Dead, of, Dead or Alive warrant was issued mm-hmm. for Dick Tracy. His response to there being a warrant out is is this wouldn't you know stand up for five minutes in court. But the thing is, it went to the court because the court issued the warrant. Right. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, we have a cop who admits to be being a murderer and has no grasp of how the law works. None. And he he operates above the law too, <laughs> right? So or tries to operate. Well, I can't necessarily above law. He he acts like he's above the law. Mm-hmm. Is a better way to put it. Yeah. And then I guess I, it kind of got me thinking, like, well, was was Dick Tracy named Dick Tracy because he really is a dick? But at the same time, I don't. From my reading of this book, um, the creator. Well, I don't know. Maybe the current authors didn't get the joke. Could be. He's a dick. Yeah, could be. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it's it's aggravating because I, for whatever reason, having not even read the original or early Dick Tracy stuff, I feel like this does an injustice to that material. Yeah. I know that ultimately Dick Tracy's a good guy. It's supposed to be the character, not necessarily in this book. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be a wholesome good guy that fights the bad guys. It's supposed to be very black and white, and this isn't that. No. No, it's it's all over the place. Right. And and also, I want to talk about the hands. <laughs> like, everybody in the book looks like they have, like, severe arthritis. <laughs> Well, they're supposed to be characters. Like, some of the noses are fucked. Yeah. You got Bendy Nose, you got Ding Dong Nose. Yes, uh, I think at least two of the characters had a nose for a head. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, two of them did. The doctor guy that had the revitalized serum and then Shark Head or Shark Moron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moron. Sharky Moron. (laughs) But I, I do understand where, you know, all those old Bucks Bunny cartoons got their names from. Yeah. It's definitely Dick, Dick Tracy. Is he a fucking flat top? Well, I, I remember flat top specifically from the movie. Yeah. So I'm curious if he was also one of the original gangsters. Not possibly. Like, it seems like that, that flat top is probably one of the more iconic gangsters of the dick tracy yeah realm and also noticed uh clamps yes futurama yes <laughs> i was like oh yeah hey clamps uh, probably my favorite yep this is a little cameo and doesn't really do much clamping no no he basically shows up uh has like a lion and gets beaten up by dick tracy <laughs> well that's later he shows up earlier too oh yeah for like a panel or two okay like an introductory something and then they he disappears. Gotcha. I don't remember, but was he wearing yellow? I hope he was. Because... I don't remember. Clamps was yellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you also have the... Oh, 
quantum entangled piece of rock. Yep. What? Yep. <laughs> just a little pebble. They just what do they do? They just like chip a little bit and, and they just like and put it in shit. What? They uh <laughs> the little kid, I guess, takes his slingshot and then like slingshots. I forget what the old guy said, but I think they just put some of the the uh the rock in like gum yeah. or something and then just fling it with the slingshot <laughs> and then they have cameras everywhere. That's fine. It's yeah. It's <laughs> fucking fine. <laughs> that's that's definitely how rocks work. <laughs> and and quantum theory that yes, yeah. It all checks out. <laughs> it literally was just a a chunk of rock yes. in a box. Yes. And that's Dick Tracy's phone. Yes. Is it's it's a hollow shell with a piece of rock in it. In it. Yeah. Like there's no like there's nothing else except no. that little piece of rock. Yes. <laughs> I can't even it's I can't even make jokes. That's just what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I just not even yeah. Like and, and people thought it was a good idea. Mm-hmm. Like, like, the writers thought that. it was good. The publishers were totally cool with it. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> it's so bad. It, it's awful. Let me tell you a little story. So, this book was listed as uh, free to read if you have, you know, Comicsology Unlimited, which I do. Mm-hmm. Probably a bad idea for me to have it now, but uh, that's a totally off topic. Um, so I was like, okay, great. Turns out, uh, whatever was on the back end of Amazon wasn't working, so I couldn't get it for free. Okay. Like, well, shit. It's only six bucks. I'm just gonna buy it. Now I regret that decision. <laughs> <laughs> but but the good thing is, I, I did reach out to Amazon and they're like, okay, you, just, you know, take a screenshot saying it's for free and we'll issue a refund. So that's gonna be what I'm gonna do tonight. Yeah. So you give my six bucks back because I, they do not deserve six bucks. No. I hope I hope that thing is still there yeah like and you get the money back if not i'll give you three dollars <laughs> i just want to make sure one these guys oh i feel bad no i'm not gonna feel bad these guys don't deserve six bucks no um and amazon doesn't deserve whatever the fuck they take from that six bucks because fuck amazon and <laughs> their non-working platform <laughs> yeah yeah like it the thing didn't work you're the the didn't work for you to be able to read it on Unlimited, mm-hmm. which you pay for. Yep. Then you bought it, and it wasn't worth the $6. So you just got fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And this is the thing with, like, fucking digital purchases, there's no refund. Not unless you, like, work shit out. Right. And, yeah. Put the effort in. Yeah. <laughs> That's like I'm, I'm super curious if everything else the All Red Clan have written sucks this much. I don't know if I actually want to find out. I, I'm not going to read anything. <laughs> I see all red and I go, oh no. <laughs> all no. <laughs> all no. <laughs> to all red. Uh, the the good thing is, though, it's four issues, so it's, you know. You can burn through yeah. it. Yeah. But don't. <laughs> just don't. You know, when I was reading it, I did, like, at one point found, found myself just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I just I'm just scanning the page because yeah. like I know what I'm reading is not important like, not at it. all. No, like all this poorly written dialogue, 
you know, mimicking old timey speak or or whatever. And plot wise, I mean, what what plot? That like you figure that out. You could. Uh, I'd have to really look. I think if you pulled like maybe six panels mm-hmm. from across four books and put them together, you have the whole story. Right. In a nutshell, like shows up, cops, dynamite, lady, done. Right. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's a bad book. Don't read it. I don't think we've read something this bad. No, I mean, like a long time, if at all. There's been bad books. Yeah, like even Rocketeer had some redeeming right value to it, whereas this is just literally all. Well, actually, no, I do appreciate the little collages of uh prior, you know, Dick Tracy yep. stuff yep. in the first couple pages. Yep. That set the mood. Yep. And got me excited to read the book. And then when I got to the actual story, like three, four, five pages in, it was like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> this is no good. <laughs> yeah, it was cool to see the little faded background collage thing. Right. That was neat. Yeah. So. That was nice. Yeah. Um, and that's the only nice thing I'm going to say about this book. <laughs> Well, this time we went with Immolation, Acts of God, uh, released this year. I forgot when this year, but sometime this year. This and year being 2022. Yes. Just in case. Just I don't in case know. anyone from 2018 is listening. <laughs> yes. Like, you know, they travel back in time before the pandemic, discover us, listen for 49 episodes, Get distracted and don't stop the pandemic. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> We're too good. You're welcome, Big Pharma. <laughs> oh, raking in that sweet vaccine money, huh? <laughs> this but album ripped. I fucking love Immolation and this album. Yeah, so much. Fuck. Yeah, it's a really good goddamn death metal album. Mm-hmm. Like. So, one thing I wanted to say before we start dissecting anything is, for whatever reason, I'm I'm sort of more used to, like, angular song structure with them. Okay. If that makes sense? Like, kind of change direction yeah, and yeah, jaggedness? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's le- a lot less of that in this album. Yep. And it has riff after goddamn riff. I'm not saying either is better than the other. Just a notice and change of sound. It feels really focused. Yes. Yes. Is the best way I would describe it. Like, I know with, um, like, what you were saying, like, angular, like, lots of, like, changes where it almost seems like it shouldn't work, but it does. Yeah, right. Like, you hear that a lot, like, I feel like in the middle era, like, um, Close to the World Below, mm-hmm. Holy Cult, and stuff around that area. Era. Um... I kind of fell off a bit after Shadows in the Light, mm-hmm. but I forgot where I was going with that. I uh, hadn't listened to much of that later stuff. This one, and then the one before this one, I listened to like twice. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, like I think uh, Atonement and Kingdom's yes. Conspiracy. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, those I didn't listen to much. It, it felt. A little like they're treading water, mm-hmm. uh, but but this fucking album rules. Fucking <laughs> amazing. There there is one track 
the end. Well, the ending for a lot of the tracks actually had they kind of had the same formula almost, mm-hmm. where it kind of zoned out riffing sound. Mm-hmm. Like it's not actual. I don't know how to describe it. It's noise, guitar noise. Yeah, that's like kind of droning. It's more towards it's, the end of each song. Right. Like instead of like just hard riffing, it's it's more of building atmosphere. Yeah, absolutely. But I bring that up because specifically, oh, what was it? Track three or four. I can't remember now. The ending. Sounded like <laughs> something I would hear on the radio. Yeah. Because my truck CD player stopped playing CDs. So I was like, my life is ruined in the truck. So I have to bounce around radio looking for no commercials. That's what, I don't really care what music is playing as long as there's <laughs> no commercials. <laughs> so it sounds like something that would be on one of the rock stations. Okay. And I was trying to pinpoint what the sound sounded like. And then it occurred to me. That segment of their atmosphere building stuff at the end of that song sounds like a fucking Godsmack song. No shit. But it sounds—I couldn't tell you which. It just sounds like Godsmack would take that segment, yeah, which was simplistic or whatever, and they would build an entire song based off that mm, tiny bit. Okay. Whereas, like Immolation, clearly that's just a tiny segment of the song, right? right? But I was like, oh, that's a fucking—that's Godsmack. <laughs> that's what that is right there and I, I three or four at the end I can't remember okay. which track I, so I thought that was interesting I was like oh you should tell me which song it is I, afterwards I will and I'm gonna check it out I will <laughs> the thing with this particular album is like for me at least I like when I listen to Immolation like the image in my head is Literally, the world burning. Like, it's soundtrack to an ap- apocalypse. Yeah. Every single fucking album yeah. is. <laughs> and this one, like, <laughs> captures that so fucking well. Again. Yeah. But the thing is, it like, like I said earlier, it's it, everything's so fucking focused. Everything's straight to the point. I don't think there's a song longer than, like, four minutes. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. And I do recall, you know, uh, earlier albums or, you know, the earlier material. Some of them were, you know, they, they had longer songs. But with this one, it's like three to four minutes max per it song. gets what it needs out mm-hmm. and does it really well. Oh, yeah. Uh, one particular song uh, that really stood out to me is, uh, I think it's called Incineration Procession. Oh, that song's so cool. Because, like, it starts with this really simple, like, guitar riff or it's it's not even a riff it's like just an idea mm-hmm. and then just build and build and build upon that idea it's like dude you guys are basically playing the same riff for like half the song but it just keeps getting better and better right just... <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, it's like stuff like that it's like oh i fucking love it well i love that right off the rip like the first guitar solo you hear blows you away mm-hmm. like it's I love guitar solos. Like, who doesn't? Yeah. But there's some that just kind of exist. Right. And then there's some that punch you in the dick dick. <laughs> and the, the first solo out of the, these guys on this album punched you right in the dick dick. It was yeah. so good. It Like, chunky rhythm riff straight into amazing guitar solo. 
And then I promptly went clickety-clack to write that down in my notes because it was that impressive. <laughs> I was like, Fuck yes! Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of, like, shit that kind of gave you a visceral reaction, um, the ending of um, the second-to-last track, I think it's called uh, Let the Darkness In, that last, like, riff section of the song, like, when I first heard it, I don't know if I was just, like, feeling kind of meh, mm-hmm. like physically just meh at the time but like when that section came on i actually felt kind of sick nice i was like that's a good riff (laughs) like it actually made me feel a little ill listening to this so that's kind of my stamp of approval yeah thank you for making me like feel bad thank you emulation that was so good and i'm trying to picture um like where do they go from here do they they can just keep playing this, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Just do this album over and over again, and I'm not going to complain. You, you, you'll just be the new bolt thrower, which we need. Yes. Like, desperately. Yep. Uh, and just be the new bolt thrower, where you play the exact same thing for every fucking album. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> uh, I remember uh, when this... Uh, when we added this to, to uh, our list, it was after the Immolation show. Right. With Imperial yeah. Triumphant. Yeah. And it's it's very rare for me to, like, go see a show as, like, oh, I should probably check out this new shit. Right. I was like, this is a new song. Usually my reaction is like, meh. Yeah. Go grab a beer. Whatever. Right. right. Here we are talking about it because it left an impact. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking good. Like... I don't know how many 20, uh, 22 albums we've covered this year, um, but this is on track to being album of the year for me. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we've covered many 2022 albums. No, I think we, we did um, Blue Dice Nord. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Voiva coming up. Yep. But... Well, this... Now, well... Spoiler. Oh, um, <laughs> we have Voivod's Roar coming up. <laughs> We've got, we're also going to talk about uh, um, <laughs> Dimension Hate Frost and Nothing Face. <laughs> we're not going to talk about the album they released this year, though. <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> not at all. Nope. Tune in to see if we're lying. <laughs> Please. <laughs> But you guys, you guys should all buy like ten copies of this album because they fucking deserve it. Seriously, they nailed it. And they're old as fuck and deserve the money. Yeah. So. And it's like I even listen to you know I, I listen to it on my computer. I listen to my car. I listen to to it on my headphones at each different you know setting or whatever. I'm picking up something different. Right. Especially with the headphones because you know everything's nice and isolated on left and mm-hmm. right. Man, they fucking. So I don't have any of their LPs. I will buy this one, I think. Yeah. Or, if I'm lucky, maybe they'll play Mass Destruction and then just give me one. Hell yeah. (laughs) Signed and everything. (laughs) Yes. I don't even care if it's signed. Yeah. And it's like, uh, I give you lots of money to play and I get album. (laughs) Thank you. It's like a little um, parting gift from the band. Yeah. Well, I mean, I get a lot of those. Yeah. So... Hell yeah. It, I appreciate it. Shirts and sometimes LPs. Sick. 
Well, uh, you heard it, Emulation. Um, I guess you're booked for next year. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how how amazing would it be if that actually worked? How crazy is it? It seems like it's only recently that Emulation's getting like headlining slots. I don't know. Like for tours, yeah, they've been support slots for yeah. years. But they've headlined festivals. Okay, yeah. But yeah, though they deserve proper. Well, they're going on tour with Cannibal Corpse, and they're three. It's really? Cannibal Corpse, Dark Funeral, Immolation, and then someone else. I forget who else. It's mm. like exactly. <laughs> yeah, Cornbread knows. Cornbread knows. But that'll be a fun show. Yeah. I'm gonna go to that one. It's when? in Athens. Oh. So I'm gonna make it like a little a little day trip, overnight. Oh. Okay. Go up with Holly, get a room, go is, to the show. Is that on a what day is? It? It's a weekend. Okay. I forget which if it's Friday or Saturday. Gotcha. I was like, yeah, go, fucking, see what Athens have to offer for a day, and then watch death metal and a black metal band. You know which uh, venue they're at? Georgia Theater. Okay. I saw Cannibal like, Corpse there once before. That's so. like tabernacle-esque yeah, space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, I know. I think I know where that one is. Man, emulation rules. Yeah, great album. And I'm very much looking forward to seeing them live. Fuck yeah. I I, I think I will always go see emulation if it's convenient. <laughs> <laughs> is it, that sounds bad is it ever convenient no it's never really convenient <laughs> convenient would be me leaving my bedroom and going downstairs it's like oh hey emulation yeah <laughs> ready uh, ready to play me a set you ready to rock <laughs> but you know relatively convenient yeah which still sounds bad <laughs> but like you have to understand like i i've been pandemic trained <laughs> I don't it's go in America Red Cross shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And my jammies. Yeah. Um, I don't go anywhere. Every everywhere I go is an inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> so to say that I will go to your show, uh, especially if it's convenient, you know, it's it's still sounds bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will always go see Emulation if they play Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, especially if they have other bands on a bill that you like. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing that I've given thought to, because you see tours, and I know we're deviating a little bit, but it still revolves around emulation here. But you see tours, and then you see, we'll say, all heavy metal realm, but drastically different styles, and I can only assume the thought process there is to bring in fans of the different genres. Mm -hmm. Cannibal Corpse and Dark Funeral, for example. Two drastically different bands. Doesn't make a lot of sense to go together. But I could see where someone would put that tour together to bring different audience members in. Mm-hmm. And people like me that can enjoy both. Right. But then you look at that same tour and you get Cannibal Corpse and Emulation. So for you, if you saw Cannibal Corpse and Emulation and they were in Atlanta, you would likely go. Mm-hmm. If you saw Cannibal Corpse and Dark Funeral in Atlanta, probably not. Yeah. Like you would if it was... On a weekend, if like you had friends were going for sure, mm-hmm. or you had dinner plans, I could see 
if those circumstances were all lined up going to that show. Right. But Cannibal Corpse Simulation, most likely. No. So it's, I'm slowly trying to learn, because I'm booking tours and stuff, how I want to approach it. Okay, yeah. And I I think, uh, as a fan, generally, if I can just go for depth of what the headliner is, maybe that's a better option. Just, like, get people more incentive to go out. Like, I know you like the headliner, whoever headliner is. Mm-hmm. Get more bands that are similar-ish to it to really convince someone to go out instead of trying to pull from different pools. Mm, okay. I, that, that, I mean, that... that mm makes sense yeah um because it i don't know it's it's more concentrated right well i mean you're shaking your head but yeah it's true but at that point does band b on the bill bring out that many more people that weren't already going to the show does it add that level of audience attendance right for the people that need more than one band to come out or do you get more people coming out for Dark Funeral? Like, which one's more? Right. And, like, how would you even measure that? Really? You don't. I'm sure someone has somehow. Right. I don't have an answer. It seems like you'll need to, like, be doing this for, like, decades and keep track of attendance. Right. Of every possible, <laughs> like... But then who do you know who went to what? For what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck knows. And who the fuck would actually want to, like, record all that data? That'd be, I wouldn't mind recording that data yeah. and re- doing some analytics against it. I would think that's fun as hell. It's just a matter of getting getting the data. Right. Like, I don't know how you do that. Yeah, cause, Surveys post-show, I guess. Or right. survey when buying a ticket. But that's a survey. Right. And... You know, um, I don't want to bring up work, but okay. So, so you know, recently at work we were talking about you know uh, review rates and uh, how often do people actually re- leave reviews mm-hmm. and shit like that. Fuck knows, but probably very few people right. actually take the time to write out a review or rate something because honestly. Uh, your time's better spent doing something else. Right. And the majority of people that will be doing that are likely doing it for a negative reason. Mm-hmm. You're not getting a true scope. Right. There's there's always some sort of selection bias. Right. Or whatever it's called. Yep. Emulation rules. Fuck yeah. They'll <laughs> buy this album a million times and make them... Give them an early retirement so we can get more music. <laughs> In retirement as in day job. Yeah. Yeah. Not music. They can't retire. No, from that. they're not allowed. No. There's there's a law like going through Congress right now. It's um, unless there's an act of God <laughs> Immolation has to play uh, until they're on their deathbed. Yep. Or their plane crashes. Yep. And then there will be an act of God afterwards which will revive them so they can keep playing. And it'd be called necroimmolation. Necromolation. Okay. Necromolation. Necromolation. Yes. <laughs> Burning dead things. Hell yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of 
what we just do anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Some people like tell other people that's really what they want to do when they die. Right. Is to get burned up. <laughs> just burn me up. <laughs> and that's what they all sound like. Burn me up. <laughs> Sprinkle my dust. <laughs> my dust. <laughs> sound like you just turn into a pile of dandruff. <laughs> That's what happens when you get immolated you turn into dandruff. <laughs> uh, well, I would say that's a mission accomplished. Yep. Dingus and Dungus. They mock